Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before. Today joining us... Uh, just ahead of Valentine's Day here for a very fun rom-com edition of Never Seen It. Matt Goldich is here. Matt is a writer for Late Night with Seth Meyers, and he has a new stand-up special, No Questions Asked, coming to YouTube February 13th. That is next week. This episode was actually supposed to drop on the 13th, but we had to bump it up a little bit, so we referenced the 13th a whole bunch, We, we like, like the album just came out, but it's out next week, February 13th. Go follow Matt at Matt Goldich, M-A-T-T-G-O-L-D-I-C-H, on Instagram and wherever you get stuff. YouTube as well, that's where our specials come out. Anyways, Matt Goldich has never seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, but he rewrote it and we read his script. Uh, joined at, at, with by Bailey Norton as well, and we just have a really good time. This is so much fun. You're going to love the script. You're going to love Matt. You're going to love Bailey. Uh, like I said, go follow Matt. Once again, we flubbed the date a little bit because I had to bump this episode up because of technical situations with other ones. So, I, uh, you know, Matt was flexible about that. I appreciate you all. Uh, find us, you know, on Patreon if you want, patreon.com slash never seen it. I'm doing some weird stuff uh, sort of involving podcast games as a, uh, a collab with OnlyFans, onlyfans.com slash never seen it. That's free. If you go sign up there, it helps me out with the numbers, even if it's just free to sign up. And uh, at Kyle Ayers, all over. Thank you so much. This has been too long. I want to say thank you to everyone who came out to Hard to Say uh, last week at the uh, Legion Theater here in L.A. I, it, I appreciate it. It was a really fun time with Reggie Watts and Aparna and Jermaine Fowler. And um, excited to hit the road. Follow me on Instagram to get those that information. Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, Seattle, Portland, areas around that. Coming up. Find me on Instagram or wherever at Kyle Ayers. Follow Matt. His special's out the 13th. Enjoy the episode. Matt Goldich has never seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, there we go. Room tone. Get a little room. I have like a producer who's in here, but he's not here now. And what? so I there's an AI bot that if I record on all three cameras, will three camera edit for me. Really? Yeah. I tell it, like, this is Matt, this is Bailey, this is Kyle. Like, pick your face out. And then I tell it, this is Matt's mic, this is Bailey's mic, this is Kyle's mic, and it'll cut to whoever's talking. And you can make it, like, delay the cut to feel natural. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and wow. it's wild. And we're shitting on AI. Here we are, shitting on AI. AI is doing all um, our work. It's, it's yeah, great. It's doing all the things. That's that the stuff it should do. Yeah. yeah. It should be taking other artists' jobs. Yes. yes exactly. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> um, 
it should be speeding up stuff for people. Yeah. It should be taking other jobs. Uh, feel free to grab any of these musical instruments you want. <laughs> I'll do like a, uh, uh, you know, this will be out in I think almost yeah. what, like three and a half weeks. Um, oh yeah, it's gonna. So we sh- oh we should act as if my my special's out, right? It's the you day it comes out, out right? Wasn't well, that it comes, on it's gonna come out the thirteenth. Then you said this will be the thirteenth. Okay, great. What a day today is the third. Like we did this live and put it <laughs> <Yes>. right up. <laughs> Yeah! Wow! Oh my God! I wish I'm we just scrambling from thing to thing. I wish we kept that like ruse up. We yeah. tried to trick everyone into thinking these are always live. Yeah. Um, we're gonna go to Bailey with the traffic. It's bad. Yeah. All right, back we're back. To you. That's what those helicopters are that are always making so much noise. So this is gonna be our Valentine's Day episode. Oh great! Well, that's perfect. Um, oh, wow. Happy with, Valentine's with, Day! With Thank together. you to, to you guys as well. Thank, Thank you. you. I put together over your other shoulder there a little love zodiacally, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is the ultimate Wait, Valentine's Day movie. Yeah, it didn't fit though on the board. No, he had to. I think it fits great. Yeah, I love what you did with that. I saw there were some uh, some ser- some killer serial killer something got arrested in Missouri pretty recently. Oh. Not cool enough to like know their name or anything, but like a few killed a few, and they were like, <laughs> it was somewhere just right in because I I saw this because I'm from there, so it was like my friends posting about oh my god, and someone was like, my yeah. son lived right across the street from this guy. We had no idea he would be outside yelling obscenities about death at his own house sometimes though, <laughs> and like it sounds like you had Brian. an idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were just like we just had a neighbor who would run outside and yell about going to hell and killing people at his house, but we just. <laughs> It just didn't think anything of it. That Mike's just this guy. that was just struck us as Missourian behavior. That That's was, the Midwest yeah. nice. Yeah, that was yeah. The we, the mommy dead and dearest, like the Gypsy Rose Blanchard, happened in my hometown, and it happened the week that I moved to L.A. And so it was like all of this stuff coming out on Facebook about it, and now it's like one of the craziest true crime things to ever happen. Yeah, and everyone from Springfield, Missouri, is like, I knew them. <laughs> They're very like. It's actually about me. I like making that stuff about you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to center my story. Like I I actually used to own Zodiac on HD DVD. <laughs> Holy shit. Remember those that weren't quite Blu-rays? They were yeah. the red boxed Blu-rays. <laughs> yeah. But they came anyway, so that's kind of about me, that movie. Yeah. A thousand percent. <laughs> I mean, you, you A little bit. Yeah. I mean, you were the only person that owned the HD DVD, so I probably was. I do. I do <laughs> feel like you can get credit. The fact that you moved right when the crime happened, it makes yeah. you. It's a, It's either a little bit suspicious, or maybe you knew about something in advance. It's like, like you were like, "Shit's gonna go down. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. get out of here." Yeah. Yeah, and I killed that girl's mom. So yeah. it was really a crazy <laughs> week for me. What a, and you know, I had to hire movers. <laughs> I know moving is the worst. Yeah. It's really we, bad. Are, we are recording, by the way, because this is gold. Is yeah, no, this is okay, this is okay. going to be the only part that actually comes good. out. All right, good. Um, Bleep out some of what I said. Okay, the, that, the part that, about how you killed someone's mom. <laughs> yeah, I and I used to have a. You ever like? I had a failed joke off of a real ID idea about my mom when I like moved to New York, telling me I was going to get killed. Or, like, moved to L.A., I was going to get, like, killed in, like, a gang murder. You know what I mean? She's, like, very yeah. worried. Yeah. And I was just like, no, no, in, in a place like L.A., you only get killed uh, if you deserve it. <laughs> like, in Missouri, someone will kill you because your skin fits. <laughs> Do people love that? No one ever laughed at no. ever. Skin fits is, I see, that's funny to me, but, yeah, that's a tough sell. But yeah. it is exactly, like, I remember distinctly when the BTK killer, Bind, Torture, Kill, got caught. Mm-hmm. It stopped my school day. Well, because that was... It was like a big deal around yeah. Kansas City. Kansas. And, and he yeah. dis- had disappeared for a long time yeah. and then made himself get caught by believing the police when they told him they wouldn't try and find him, which is just an all-time idiot move. I get BTK and BTS mixed up Sure, sometimes. sure. That's because they both have rabid <laughs> fan bases. Yeah. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? <laughs> the, the fan bases of BTS, which I think stands for Behind the Swifties, and <laughs> BTK. Honestly, I don't know. We're going to shoot some BTK footage <laughs> the podcast later. It's Subscribe just, to our Patreon. Yeah. We'll let you guys in on the BTK. What is the number you have to kill to be a serial killer? Is there a is there a is there an exact number? There, there probably is. What's the rule there? Oh, yeah. Is it the same as like a party? It's like two is right. a couple, three is a few. A serial killer is typically a person who murders three or more. That okay. feels low. But they had to. Yeah. They have to be, do they have to be separate incidents? Like, because if you just walk taking into a house, place over a month right, okay. in a significant period of time okay. between them, wow. feels low. So you can't you can't 
you don't earn serial killer if you just feels low shoot up a building right or how right or right right and how would you do that if you were going to <laughs> <laughs> i mean first you gotta have a plan to leave town that's uh yeah I think at this point you're not a serial killer unless four podcasts have sold mattresses off <laughs> your victims like backs. <laughs> then at that point you're immortalized. Casper backslash backslash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'm the love actually part was the part of the sign I meant to because we're talking about romantic comedies right. and right. stuff like yes. that. Right. But instead we just talked about Zodiac, which is, has its romantic moments that all all of them generally end abruptly. Like couple hangs out by nice lake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, things like that. Did they ever catch that guy? Yeah. I feel like there was like a couple years ago something with like a 23 and me confirms that this lady's dad was the Zodiac or something like that. Oh. It just used to be pretty easy to get away with crime. I heard Ted Cruz, right? Wasn't there a rumor? That, that was yeah. a rumor. Ted Even Cruz though it like doesn't line up and he would have been like four. Yeah. It's just funny. <laughs> it's just so fun. Yeah. I like, it's kind of fun to like a guy like that ruin his life with a clear lie. Yeah. yeah. Since he's done it to so many people <laughs> on his own. Yeah. But I, um, yeah, I feel like it was just so easy to get away with crime for so long. Yeah. Like, Seems like it. We watched Our Brother Where Art Thou mm-hmm. and that guy is just robbing banks, no mask. Yeah, have you seen that movie? Not, in a, I have seen it, but not in a long time. I mean, it's not. Most of it's probably not real. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like until no, like 1910, you could rob a bank if you were confident. Yeah. You could scream your name and you still wouldn't get I'm caught. robbing the bank. Yeah. You just, you needed bluegrass. Yeah. You that did. Was the, you needed sepia tone, yeah. real life. <laughs> and you could just, I don't know. I could probably get away with most crimes until 1930. You think so? Yeah. Well, I mean, I saw, uh, God, not to bring it down, but I mean, like, well, I guess Killers of the Flower Moon, they did catch them eventually and just nothing, oh, nothing yeah. happened, right? But I was yeah. just, I was thinking of that with all the bank robberies and just, yeah. you know, just murders out in the open, just like, they kind of also just sort of had them caught and didn't and, care. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> yeah. Was sort of like, like, we're pretty sure yeah. we know who it is. That was, but. <laughs> that was a different vibe. We yeah. like him. Yeah. 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 It's, it's harder. It's easier to get away with the crimes when the cops like that you did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> But I guess the great thing about Killers of the Flower Moon in real life is that they invented the FBI, which seems to actually sometimes care about crime. They hate cops, cops, too, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. as far as, like, lists of people who hate cops, yeah. the fire department seems like number one. Yeah. yeah, it's the fire department, and then it's the FBI. Where they're just, like, always in, in the way. Yeah. If you, like, talk to a firefighter, they're just like, I showed up to put out the fire, yeah. and there was, like, a cop texting in front of the <laughs> fire hydrant. <laughs> it's like candy crushing. Didn't co- LAPD cops got in trouble because they didn't respond to calls because they were playing Pokemon Go. I love that so much. I that's think true. That's Those so are the most funny. relatable cops. They really are. That would be addictive. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, really need a Snorlax. Yeah. Um, well, we should talk about this movie, though. We should talk about this movie. Um, all We'll have an intro and everything set up um, on my own separately. So we don't have to get awkwardly into it. So Although this sh- is part you of it too. You can shit on me when I'm not <laughs> completely. Yeah. I mean, like we actually, I'll just only, uh, I'll mute <laughs> a couple of the mics. It'll just be like one of those cool solo podcasts that comedians do now, yes. where they, those seem like insane to listen to. Yeah, it's like morning radio, mm-hmm. like, but uh, with not where you do all the characters. I would love a more one guy. It's yeah. Bill Burr has a spring sound yeah. effect that he triggers. It's like you guys see this? <laughs> I don't know what a spring sounds like. Um, okay, Matt Goldich is here. Hi, has, hello. Has never seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. As far as I know. This is our transition into the, once again, Love Actually is how I was trying to get into the romantic yeah. comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Valentine's it's Day. Valentine's so Day. Happy Valentine's either Day Either today to or everyone. tomorrow. Yes. And um, is there anything you want to preface before we get into your script here? That you know about this or that you know about romantic comedy? I don't even want to box in your preface. I, I have to say that uh, I – I well, I pitched you a few different – we talked about romantic mm-hmm. comedies and it being Valentine's Day, and I pitched you a few different romantic comedies that I had not seen. Um, but some of these movies from this era – and, and I'll, I don't want to ruin anything in the script, but because we grew up at a time when movies – just played on TV and sometimes you would flip channels and you would hop into them. It's entirely possible. I've seen scenes from this movie and just don't have any memory of it. Almost worse. 
But I can honestly say I've never sat down and watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I certainly had, I have a, a, like a, a, uh, a, a prejudice against certain types of movies of this genre, which we can get into later after we read the script, which I think is probably unfair, or maybe I was right all along. I don't know. <laughs> but I, it's unclear, but we'll, we're going sure. to sort of find out, I think, along the way. Okay, well, we'll do the yeah. script, and then we'll reflect. Yeah. Uh, you can cast it however you'd like. Um, well, why don't I do... Empty page. Did see, your guys so, have an empty page in the middle of it, or just mine? I don't know. Mm, mine doesn't. So well, how many how many guy parts? So you'll be. Why don't you? You'll obviously be Kate, and then you'll be obviously, um, obviously. and then I think you'll be. The, uh, well, I'll be the main love interest, Owen, okay. and then we have how many other parts? I'll be I'll be Heath also, and then why don't you be the boss? And the the best friend. Does that make or no, I'm sorry, maybe uh you know what? I'll be Owen. You be Heath and the okay. and the boss. Okay. And you be Kate and the best friend. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. I think that's all great. the parts. Okay. Heath boss. <laughs> yeah. Two great candy bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one gr- one low price. All right. So Wait, I didn't get. I didn't give myself many parts. I just realized I don't. You have the so stage directions. Okay. As well. Oh, I'm the stage directions as well. Yeah. Okay. And right, if there's perfect. anything happening, stage you directions want, and Owen. That's like me. if it's going and you want to retake a line or something okay, like that, you All can right. direct. Okay. Uh, are we ready? Are we doing this? I'm yeah. not a professional screenwriter. I should say I've never. Uh, I've never had anything produced. I've never sold anything. <laughs> We've had people so. submit scripts that opened okay. with exterior horse. <laughs> so. <laughs> I almost want to frame that one and have it up in the I studio so people like know what we're, we're I, based I, I want to. Uh, why not interior horse? Why don't <laughs> That's the revenant, yeah, okay. I believe. And interior bear. Boss. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interior fashion magazine offices or artisanal bakery. <laughs> Kate Hudson, thirty, single, cute, but she doesn't know it, but knows how cute she is while not knowing it. <laughs> Is hard at work doing God knows what when her high-powered boss enters. Kate, do you have that report for me? I don't know. Do you have a man for me? Of course I do, Kate. <laughs> the year is 2003 and you, a single woman, can have it all. As long as I'm not a fat slut. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Kate. I, I don't think you're allowed to say that. Of course I can. It's 2003 and people are surprisingly okay with it as a punchline. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Because I know the guy writing this would never use that language unless it was a meta comment on the changing standards of our culture. Of course not. But back to my never-ending quest for a husband. Listen, here are my tips for meeting a man. Never let him see you sweat, never offer to pay, and never put out on the first date. How would you feel if I took that list of dating tips added several more to get a nice (laughs) round number and then Frankensteined it into a loosely plotted story that somehow becomes a movie. Okay, but what if instead of being about how to get a guy, the tips are about how to lose a guy? That's perfect. That way, when people start to Google how to lose 10 pounds, the title will automatically come up (laughs) and they'll be forced to watch it. Uh, Owen Wilson or Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) Hello, it is me, Dupree. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Uh, Internal monologue, Kate. Damn, he is sexy, like Owen Wilson at a career high point or Matthew McConaughey at a career low point. (laughs) Owen or Matthew internal monologue. Damn, she is sexy, like Goldie Hawn or maybe Meryl Streep's daughter? (laughs) Humana, humana, humana. Awooga. Damn, I'd love to see you without your without your shirt off. <laughs> oh, that's a typo. <laughs> I would love to see you in a ball gown. Which accidentally gets ripped off at some point, revealing you in your underwear in an inopportune moment. Either that, or maybe you fall into a pool for comedic effect. I would like to kiss in the rain. I would like to date you. 
even though we probably come from different social strata, which will certainly be challenging. But I bet everything will work out in the end because we are both white. <laughs> You're either a career woman trying to climb the corporate ladder or a plucky small business owner <laughs> out on your own. In the movies, everything always works out for you. I would like to date you too. Horny older woman or gay best friend. <laughs> this just before we people need to know in the script it says how or gib <laughs> as the character name. Wait, wait, is that me? Uh, who's the, who? Who do we have? You said you were best friend. Uh, is this that best, best friend? I'll be the best friend. Okay. okay. I would like to date him too. Dorothy, stop! You're bad. Not as bad as your makeup. Yuck. That's just straight up mean. Why don't you go complain to the guests on the daytime talk show you're probably going to host in 2024? <laughs> that honestly does check out, and I'll be surprised if it doesn't come to fruition. Hey, I'm still here, <laughs> and I'm sexy as hell. A little too sexy, if you ask me. Yeah, I miss when guys were funny and ugly like Billy Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a movie Matt Goldich would watch. <laughs> yes. But was it because of the involvement of Billy Crystal, which clearly signified that the comedy element of romantic comedy would be emphasized, or was it because it came out during his youth at a time when he was more open to new ideas and new adventures, as opposed to his 20s, when his ideas were more hardened and he felt a stronger need to meet the expectations of what society expected from a man? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he just watched whatever was on TBS. Why would I, why else would he have seen Kate and Leopold like a dozen times? Oh, you're still here? <laughs> The, the late Heath Ledger enters, <laughs> accompanied by a high school marching band. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. No, 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 no. This is, that's the wrong movie. Yeah, you're thinking of 10 Things I Hate About You. Crikey, crikey, my bad. <laughs> it's okay. It's easy to make that mistake since they both have the number 10 in the title. Uh, plus... Plus, Matt's never seen that movie either. He's only seen that one scene. It's a pretty great scene, though, you got to admit. <laughs> yes, yes. Everyone <laughs> is agreed about your genius. <laughs> now get out of here so I can get back to my epic quest to escaping singlehood. Uh, Heath Ledger exits, never to be seen or heard from again, or so we think. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Where's that other guy? Seriously, where'd your guy go? You lost him? Dude, where's my guy? That was way shorter than 10 days. Well, we're trying to wrap this thing up in about six pages. So. <laughs> How could I lose Matthew McConaughey and or Owen Wilson? At first, we were sworn enemies, or maybe we were platonic best friends. But either way, the idea of becoming a couple was repellent to me. However, it was obvious to everyone else in the movie and the audience that we would eventually end up together. Everyone but me. But I fell in love with him, and now he's gone. Look on the bright side. Maybe he was just using you to try to get a green card. Yeah, or to trick his boss into thinking he was capable of being in a stable relationship. <laughs> or I can't do it. I lost the Australian. I lost I the... Think you got or it. Or maybe you meet again in 20 years and realize you are always soulmates. <laughs> Heath Ledger, how did you get back in here? I've always been here. Inside of you. <laughs> he, he paused at her breast awkwardly. I'll what? <laughs> Maybe I did find a guy after all. It's almost too good to be true. <laughs> See, knowing that one scene did come in handy. <laughs> they kiss. Everyone applauds. <laughs> I didn't. I, I have to say, I did a nice job of of seating the the finish, the big finish to you two. I sort of withdrew from the spotlight and I let you two have your moment, which I'm proud of. I will say, like, this is the most dialogue uh, a woman has ever gotten in one of these. Yeah, that was probably <laughs> honestly about how much there was for a woman in that movie. Yeah. I mean, that, that's like a hundred yeah. pages. If that, I mean, maybe that's why I never watched these movies. You no, are I'm too just... much of a feminist. You're too yeah. much of no, an ally. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Um... I mean, that was. Uh, I, I mean, these were. I'm. You know. It's interesting because uh, obviously, like these were movies that were, I think, largely for women. They starred women. They had big roles for women, right? Yeah. There were certainly yeah. like it was like the woman was usually the the one the star on the poster. So yeah. I mean, on the one hand, of that, but then they didn't necessarily, I mean, portray. They didn't always portray them in the best light, or the the idea of it was a lot of a lot of you know. I I, I don't know. I'm mean, probably some of them were written by men. 
you know, claiming oh, to win. I don't know. In good. Hollywood, I have a hard time. <laughs> a lot of them were. Um, but them, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it was, uh, I don't know. This was a, this feels like it was a whole, I mean, it, it, it was a time when there were a lot of, there were a lot of these, right? There were a yeah. lot of these. This one I have seen. Um, how oh, you die have. in 10 days? I ha- I don't I think I've seen parts of it. I don't think I've seen the whole You've thing. You've only seen like six or seven of the days. I've only seen six or seven um, of the days. Yeah. There were it was wild because there were a lot of romantic comedies coming out that all looked the same. Like yes. visually mm-hmm. all the same. And you didn't know, and I'm not an expert on romantic comedies at all, but you didn't know if you were going to get subversive, straightforward, like backwards thinking, mm-hmm. or like new or a great rehash of a working thing that yeah. like sort of like uh right. formula. So um, the poster is always the same. The poster is always the it's same. Always the guy standing and the woman has one foot up in the air. Like yeah, like maybe she's walking <laughs> yeah. away, dragging him by his yes. tie yeah, something yeah, like or yeah. something yeah. like that. Or she's like being dragged to work in one direction. The proposal poster is like that, too. I it think. is the yes. exact. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the exact like layout. I yeah. also the think that Kate good. Hudson and Matthew McConaughey had a run of films together because they had really good chemistry. I and guess. this was one of those. I mean, I think there were they had a few mm-hmm. um, that they were all doing. I mean, doing. he was like really popular in movie. Like he was in Failure to Launch with Sarah Jessica Parker, and I think it's also a similar like. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. They were at least in one other one together, and then there was one other um, that I looked up that I thought was him, and it was Owen Wilson. I did some. <laughs> I, did I mean, some if research. you look, Failure to Launch and How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days are the same poster. Yeah, like you yeah. could tell Matthew McConaughey is in a suit leaning against the woman in both of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, then he's also in Fool's Gold with Kate Hudson, which I think came out around the same sort of time. Um, but if I, if I, if my memory serves me correct, this was almost like a career, like Matthew McConaughey was kind of slumming it during this time, right? Like he sort of came out, he, they thought he was going to be a big serious actor and then things didn't really go. And then he just did this run of like 10 of the same movie in a row. Yeah. And then he sort of, and then he did True Detective, a, True Detective. And, and changed, then the, and then the other one where they won the Oscar for the Dallas, uh, yeah, Byers, Dallas Club. Byers Club. Yeah. I, we all know Lincoln Lawyer was the turning point. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> I love and the Cadillac commercial. We all know Tropic Thunder was the turning point <laughs> because once you play an agent, you're accepted yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, manager, I don't think it matters. There's no difference in the world <laughs> no. to anyone outside yeah. of the six square miles we're in. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, he, was, he looked like he had just a big run of these. Uh, it's funny you look up Matthew McConaughey rom coms, and Between Two Ferns, the movie is on the list. Oh, really? So maybe we don't yeah. keep track of these in a no. proper way. Yeah. yeah. But I also think there was a problem with a lot of these where you hire two really good looking people but they're not necessarily funny and you have to have at least one person with right. some comedic yeah this timing. is where there's no some way ways. to differentiate until you get into it like like if you just if you didn't weren't familiar with these actors you just look at 80 of the same poster and don't realize how different these can end up being mm-hmm. yeah quality wise no and i think there are certain actors or actresses to me that are a signifier of like, oh, this is going to be funny. And then there are certain where it's like, I see two and I'm like, this is not, this doesn't even qualify as a rom-com. It's, a, <laughs> it's just a romance. I'm looking at this thing yeah. called the seven romantic comedy movie poster cliches. Yes. And one of them they're calling the first type of movie poster is the pretty woman poster. Mm-hmm. And I can sort of tilt this here. I can't get yes. too far, but you see the pretty woman the poster. Lean. And mm-hmm. this is the back to back with one leaning yeah. where then they provide 12 other examples of oh that poster. God. Wow. Um, and then they get into the next type of poster, which is the Bridget Jones diary poster, uh-huh. which is the girl in the middle of two guys. The and then triangle. you start to get into the love triangle poster. Yeah. Hugh Grant, to me, if you see Hugh Grant, you're like, oh, it's a comedy. You're like, you're yeah. like, this is going to yeah, be yeah. funny. Turn yeah. the subtitles gonna on. Yeah. This not, is going to be good. It's not just going to be a, yeah, it's not just going to be like um, a romance, yeah. Um, yeah, it is, uh, you can't really tell. And then there's like On Bench is another one. That was another one of their movie, like where the, one of them sitting on a bench, whether it's in front of the Eiffel Tower mm-hmm. or the right. New York Times. Like you watch that Hugh Grant hilarious show, The Undoing on HBO. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> It's like the literal least funny oh show that's God. ever. Oh, it's really? a yeah. massive with murder Kidman, drama yeah. oh, with Nicole okay. Kidman. Okay. Um, I remember watching that show and thinking, like, that is a tight apartment. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you want to murder. The thing you can't <laughs> stop doing when you watch myself now when I watch anything, I'm like, it's a nice house. Yeah. Oh, same. I don't know if that's getting older <laughs> or what. You know that meme? It's like a South Park meme, and it's just like this slobby guy who's like 
uh, being disgusting on the computer. And he's oh yeah, like, yeah, you know the, what I'm the, the, the the World of Warcraft player. Yeah, who's yeah, like yeah. Back. Yeah, and sure. he's just like this schlubby, gross character. And uh, anytime I see that, I'm like, he has actually a really nice apartment. Like the, <laughs> the view <laughs> yeah, is. I think stunning. it's a whole house. Yeah, yeah, it might be. It might be. Um, it, anyway, I can't I, enjoy anything now. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, um, I do remember. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days in particular, seeing this. Yes. I don't think it was in theaters. I don't remember when or where I watched it. But thinking, they're both pretty funny. Yeah. And I think it, I don't know if it would hold up at all. Sure. But I was just like, tonally, there's a lot of these, and this is the one of them ones that I liked. Oh, interesting. And it was, I mean, you kind of nailed exactly, it wasn't a, as SEO-based as maybe yes. <laughs> yours was I really went meta with but, this. Uh, it, it's sort I, of, it just shows you, like, I don't have the ability to, like, write a story. I only have the ability to write a sketch, and so I basically did the sketch that made fun of these if, movies. If you wrote a story on here, I think people might, like, get mad at me. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. It's not. They. Good. They. Good. The. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's she is sort of like the dating expert who goes on dates with guys just for. I don't think they called it content then, yes. but to like <laughs> right. come up with articles and 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 things for whether it's Vogue or mm-hmm. or whatever. It's probably tab more tabloidy magazine that she wrote writes for and she's known for that and so she goes out with this guy deliberately to figure out how to get rid of him and she falls for him. So she, so she's trying yes. to get rid of him while falling in love for him, and he's resisting it. I don't remember what his job was. He's, I think he's also writing an article about how to get a girl in ten days. Isn't mm. that the something like that maybe? Thing? Or yeah. he's like, I can't remember. I confuse him in this and then the train wreck movie where like Bill Hader was like LeBron James, like <laughs> physical yeah. therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they already all bleed together. It sounds like, I mean, I haven't seen, but her job already kind of a rip off of Carrie Bradshaw, right? Oh, oh I okay. think 1 million, totally. million, million yeah. percent. That's yeah. what that was. Cause that's a very, well, people like writing about writers and yes, it's yeah. such a like pretty mm-hmm. thing, you know, like the, the magazine studio is yeah. pretty and mm-hmm. New York apartments look great on screen. Mm-hmm. And um, when they're fake, and so I think that that, w- that was definitely a- And in my research, I found, like, I, I didn't do too much research, but I just, like, Googled <laughs> the title of the, I, I, you know, and, like, in the little bit that I did without <laughs> cheating, I it's it seemed like it was, the movie was based on an article that was not, like, a, like a, like a fiction book. It was sort of, yeah. like, one of those things where okay. it was, like, um... He's just not that into you. Yeah. It was like I, an advice, like they based a fictional movie on like an advice book, like an I think actual, I know what you're talking yes. about. I feel like I remember reading this or seeing this somewhere too, where there is actually like, yeah. this is literature. Yeah. Mean, Girl, mean Girls is kind of like that too, right? Where yeah. they took like a, it's a like book. a book that was like about actual girl. And then they were like, hey, make a movie out of this. Like I didn't know that. Collection yeah, of, so it, yeah. it's it wasn't like a, they didn't, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant mm-hmm. they like found a burn book. No, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's based on like a, like an actual, like an author's like observations of high school. Okay. Yeah. Like, and Interesting. And then they sort of turned it into a story. They let like Tina Fey. They found you know. some teenager's diary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Some, someone <laughs> yeah. found their daughter's diary <laughs> yeah. and made it into yeah. a movie. Yeah. It's like uh, Anne Frank. Well, I love exactly like Anne Frank. It's just like Anne Frank. It's at least the royalty <laughs> distribution is. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I love Mean Girls. Yeah, it's Do, not going to see the film. new one. Don't need to be tricked into a musical. <laughs> it um, is funny that happened. That's a, that's a trope now, right? Mean Girls and Wonka. They and yeah. not just that. Uh, we found out the other day. I was talking to Lindsay Adams. About a song of a ballad of songbirds and snakes, they break out into song. The oh. new Hunger Games prequel. Wow, I didn't know. And because yeah. I was like, "Hey, she was coming on," and I was like, hey, "What haven't you seen? And, and or what what have you seen recently?" We're talking, and she was like, "I I love Hunger Games, but the new one broke into song out of nowhere and pissed me off." Yeah, <laughs> I I wish I had more patience for musicals where that happened. I I like seeing musicals live in person when sure. people are singing sure and it's, it's like you know and then i like musicals where the music happens organically within the like a star is born sure all of the singing yeah. is right that's a movie yeah. about music and yeah. you see the music yeah. from and, and the like world they, but they break out into song but they're like working on songs you and know? the so people in that world see yeah. the music happening like it's not like yeah i yeah. do think maybe the well, acting is the most embarrassing profession. Yeah. And because you have, it's insane to yeah. think about anyone ever doing it. But to think about in the transition from not singing 
to singing in a musical is like the most embarrassing entertainment moment. Yes. Yeah. Where they're like sort of bobbing going, well, what is that? It's like the, <laughs> I always picture like the monorail episode of the Simpsons yeah. where he kind of like, they're doing the back and forth of like sort of rhyming talking. Yeah. yeah. And then it transitions into That's the song like and you're like, this is insane. It. It's like watching someone put a condom on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like nobody, <laughs> nobody needs to see that transitional moment. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> right. No one's hard anymore. <laughs> It should just be on. Uh, it, you yeah. should just, just have it on all the time in on. case you get hard. Yeah, In your jeans <laughs> in your at jeans. all times. Wake up in the morning, put that on, right. go about your day. Yeah, I just couldn't. If if I was living in New York, like the people in Rent, and I started singing, I, they probably wouldn't be my friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Um, How did you guys feel about me using the term fat slut even in, in an ironic meta sense? Did I gotta it make you say, uncomfortable? I thought it was so funny. Okay. I um, mean, it made me uncomfortable writing it because I feel like uh, now, you know, even the but idea. You can't of, say that. You now. can't say it. But, no. you, but you really could at this time. You really could. You I had think. To. Especially if you were like <laughs> you talking about to, a fat to, slut. Yes, you actually true. had yeah. to say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How are you going to reference someone <laughs> if that's in their per- parenthetical of their ca- That's probably in the parenthetical yeah. of the character at the casting call all, in 2003. We're all thinking it. Um, <laughs> I think that people now are more, I don't know, it feels like we're sort of swinging back to like, we understand some characters are assholes. Yeah. And yeah. say asshole things where it seemed like for about eight years, if the bad guy said a bad word, people hated a movie. Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, what do you think? What do you think that guy says? They're like, the writers wrote that. You know yeah. that, right? <laughs> yeah. That's so I, people seem to be, you know, back to understanding context. Yeah. I don't think any, it, it, I laughed. Okay. We, I it's 2003. Too. I laughed a lot. There's a lot of stuff that we understand the way <laughs> things have aged and, yeah. and everything like that. Um, I mean, if you watch like a movie like Superbad, which I think is, if I think about a movie that like is that year. Yeah. That movie sounds exactly like that year. Yeah. Yeah. And you're it's almost like it's weird for there to be, at least it's weird for me, for there to be movies that feel like a time capsule of a time I still associate as now. Right. Oh, yeah. But that movie came out in what, two thousand eight? Seven or something. Yeah. yeah. That is not now. No, it's not now. No. That's fifteen, sixteen years ago. Yeah. So that's almost a time because when that movie came out, something from nineteen eighty nine felt old to me. Yeah. 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 And so, but if you hear, especially like the beginning of that movie where you're getting into the vernacular and Jonah Hill's like talking about dicks and pussies and yeah. stuff. And he's and, like drawing. And drawing the dicks yeah. and stuff. It it really, that movie and Mean Girls feel like yeah. the They're so to of me. their time. Yeah, totally. And I don't know, it feels, it feels different hearing it now, but I am able to, mm-hmm. I am able to like uh, think, I don't know if, I don't know what kids talk like now. I'd have to go back and look at my footage, but um <laughs> It just feels like a weird time capsule that we also understand what? is a thing. <laughs> what it's not really footage yeah, yeah. if it's on yeah. film. No, yeah. <laughs> it's shot in 35, uh, 100 yards from the school. Can I Can I ask you a question? Like, yeah. as, a, as, a, as a woman growing up or as sure. a girl, like, did you, when you watch these movies, like, did you think about how they were getting into your brain and, like, how they were? Or, like, do you, do you think back, like, oh, that was a bad message for me to learn or anything like that? Or? No, I was, like... Uh, Okay, so when Mean Girls came out, I think I was in like fifth or sixth grade, yeah. and I remember my friend Alex had just seen it, and she was telling me about it, and we were, I distinctly remember, we were like in the cafeteria, we had our lunch trays, she was like, they say bitch and whore, like a lot, and I was like, I cannot wait to watch that. Sure. <laughs> I love bitch, I yeah. love whore, like I was very, I was not allowed to like watch a lot of like TV or anything yeah. like that, so I was like. I can't. I can't wait to to be with my peers and have an experience that my peers are having too. Like yeah. I remember thinking that. And there also wasn't a lot of uh, funny stuff. This was like pre bridesmaids. There yeah. weren't a lot of movies where girls, girls. or women were being just like raucous and like, funny. Yeah, real like, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah, the way yeah, to yeah. put it. Yes. Um. Yeah. There was eight hundred mean girls is for <laughs> ninth grade boys. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or for like early high school boys. Yeah, yeah, there was really nothing for girls until that, I think. And not that I can think of, at least. Like, right. 
maybe something. Clueless. Were you watching like these like rom coms and like being like, oh, like uh, like like I'm gonna, I need to like meet a guy, or like were they putting <laughs> bad messages out there, or were they, or was they, they just sort of fun and funny and? I think they were just like kind of fun and funny. Like the ones I remember loving were like my big fat Greek wedding was a, yes. a favorite. Ten things I hate about, hate about you was a favorite. Um, when Harry met Sally, like. When Harry met all, Sally is just a great movie. It's great. It still holds yeah. up. I haven't yeah. seen that one. Is that really? the all have what, what she's having? Yes. Yeah. You yeah. haven't seen it? She has a uh, an uh, orgasm at the I table. paid a lot of money at that deli for Charmy's <laughs> When Harry Met Sally, though, is it's not just a great romantic comedy, but it's an underrated comedy about friendship. Yes. Because yes. the the Billy Crystal Bruno Kirby relationship is great. And yeah. the uh, I mean, and the Carrie Fisher, uh, Meg Ryan really friendship is great. Yeah. And just those scenes, even that don't even involve the the two of them together are very, yeah. very funny and really perceptive about friendship. That's a great observation. So That's very true. It's just a great movie. I have so like, see it. as I've gotten, and I'm sorry, I call Billy Crystal ugly, but you go on. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here. He hasn't yeah. been here in weeks. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, um, as I, what I remember always it feels like for a long time we would retroactively look at movies and be like, this does not hold up. And a lot of movies don't hold up. And a lot of parts of movies don't hold yeah. up. And I think now people are more willing to just be like, yeah, but that's fine. Cause I still mm-hmm. like so yeah. much of it. Like Zoolander or whatever. That's mm-hmm. fine. I still like this laugh. Yeah. And I now think different things hold up worse in movies as I get, I, I am less inclined to believe um, caricatures. Not, no, that's not a good way of putting it. What holds up less to me in movies as I get older is something like the relationship in 500 Days of Summer, mm. where I'm like, oh, yeah. I think this guy's like almost a criminal. And like hold, the way yeah. he holds on to a brief non-existent thing or like uh, yeah. is like a toxic way yeah. <laughs> versus like, uh, um, oh, this kid probably would call that kid a, a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Or something like that. Uh, I I have to say something about Something I so I recently started rewatching Curb Your Enthusiasm, and it's so funny. But I can't believe I didn't realize the first time around how what a horrible how mean he is to his wife and what an asshole. I haven't seen too much of it because I know that he's an asshole. I know that the whole the whole idea of the character is Larry David is is an asshole. But now seeing it as a married man. I'm like, oh, there's just nothing redeeming about him as yeah. a husband, and he's just a complete piece of shit. I don't know if I've and seen I guess enough that's of part it of what funny it is, but yeah, it's so it, yeah. I haven't really watched very much of that show, and I it's still very funny. But it it is yeah. funny. I I decided I wanted to like jump in at one point, and I turned on one episode of it, and Larry David himself just like says the n word in this yeah, episode, yeah, that doesn't and I was hold like, up as well. Oh yeah. my yeah. god, that doesn't narrow down which it. episode it is actually. <laughs> Season eight, episode one. He's no, quoting the, um, Michael Richards. <laughs> no, it's the. Uh, I mean, it's the Crazy Eyes Killer episode, which is it is so funny parts of it, but it's. It does yeah. not hold up. I actually yeah. didn't know about that. Yeah. I don't think I've, I've probably seen maybe 10 episodes of Curb. Like, I'm like, I'll watch that one if there's a documentary about sure. it getting a guy off for murder um, or something <laughs> yeah, like that. that. Like, those absolute, yeah, and that yeah. episode was hilarious. <laughs> and um, I think it's like the way, if I think about that, because he picks up a prostitute to go into the carpool yeah. lane and then yeah. she makes him go to a Dodgers game. It's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, it's I so mean, funny. But an yeah. idea where like sometimes if it's pitched in a way, people be like, well, how are you going to treat this person and what's going to go in this way? Yeah. But it was hilarious. And then that guy didn't go to jail. Yeah. Every yeah. show yeah. should do that for someone. Yeah. Everyone sh- show Every show should, should circumvent the criminal justice system <laughs> yeah. in a way that benefits innocent people. Yeah. I think to both of your points too, just going back to like seeing things that you liked at the time that didn't age well, like both of those examples, I think Curb and 500 Days of Summer, like I still think they're like highly regarded like as funny or like a good movie. Like for 500 days of summer, I still think of that as like one of my favorite movies, but I see the villain as a different person now, like looking Mm, back. Sure. Like, because I think when you first watch it, it's like, ah, oh, Summer, she's just this careless piece of shit, Zoe Deschanel's character. And then you watch it, you're like, she's kind of fine. She's kind of just doing whatever she wants and like One of the few people who has to unquirky her name for a character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also that also is not just about the movie, but about you and how you grow up and age yes. over time. And you're yeah. like, oh, now I, and it's not necessarily that, you know, the movie it's yeah how you see the movie changes as your relationship right and i think people listen to this at different ages with different experiences will feel different 
privately about all of those Probably. as well. Mm -hmm. Like this is age or actually if someone does say this, it's a deal breaker for me in this or something like that. Yeah. And that's all totally fine and valid as well. <laughs> Unless you disagree with me particularly, <laughs> then you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of things, sorry, I, I don't mean to like keep jumping in with different things, but like I love jumping I, in. I remember seeing like a while back that the guy who, uh, one of the guys who did airplane was like, you could never make airplane today. Yeah, they would fly it into a building. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, sorry. And, uh, yeah. um, but I was like, he's like, he's like, it's too woke. You can, you can never do most. And I'm like, why are you shitting on your own movie? I was <laughs> that like, is I, really funny. I was like, I've seen it recently. It mostly holds up. I. It's still really funny. There's like maybe two or three jokes you'd have to cut. I don't think that and there's. Like, and I, it's just like, why are why you know. Why are you basically don't launch yeah, airplane? Yeah, yeah. You can't. It's it, so if we made this today, no one would watch you because it sucked. Yeah. So I don't want any residuals. Yeah. So in fact, take your DVDs and throw them away. I, I don't. I never buy into that stuff. You couldn't make this today. You I couldn't know. do this. If there's something you couldn't, listen, you probably couldn't make breakfast at Tiffany's the same today. Oh, and you know what? So you That's yeah, fine. Yeah. What are you the most? What are the most? Why? She's uh, dead. The, no, there. Well, there's uh, also Mickey. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, that's on yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's uh, the teeth. His teeth. There's. I mean, like, if you think about what are the most quotable lines in air. Oh, you could never say, uh, "I am serious and don't call me Shirley." Mm -hmm. No, you could. That's still, you know, you could do that. Like unless hilarious, still yeah. funny. Sniffing glue. Yeah, there's yeah. a, there's a lot of <laughs> No matter how we evolve uh, our views of gender roles, yes. Shirley is still Shirley spelled S U R E L Y. Funny name. Yeah. If you you couldn't do this, you couldn't do that. Okay, man. But you did, yeah. and we yeah. liked it then, and now make something better. Yeah. Like it's so I'm also, so. Also, you probably could have made it the exact same, and you might just have to like had to have edited. You just gotta like, have like Jordan it's... Peterson in some of it. <laughs> <laughs> I am very over the you can't say anything. Yeah. yeah. I I actually think now. Once again, there was this time where it did feel a little more sensitive, but I still didn't think you couldn't say anything. Yeah. yeah. Now I think people are even more in tune with context and intent yeah. and willing to listen to anyone. I think everyone's heard everyone who looks like anything say everything, and we're all tired of it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I stand-ups or movies or TV, you can't do this, you can't say this. Maybe you probably shouldn't have before, and yeah. then just do a better thing then. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you just get better at the thing? Yeah, yeah, it's just like these guys being like, "I'm not gonna grow. I don't want yeah. to." You can't. You can. You can. People have made very offensive, whether it's the literal words or the idea uh, under what the umbrella of offended people who think everyone gets offended easily would call offensive. These have existed and keep existing and keep winning awards, and people keep loving them. Mm -hmm. Veep won seven thousand yeah. Emmys and said absolutely the worst stuff yeah. that's ever been said in a television yeah. show. And we understood it as the context of bad people saying it. And we all laughed at it and yeah. you, it was funny. And that was and it holds up four too. years ago. It's yeah. so good. Veep is so good. Can, I, yeah. I really feel bad, but it was 12 years ago. No, was it really that no, long? No, no, no. no oh I don't know. God. It might be. I don't know. But you're right. It could it could be anywhere between four and four. I have no idea because it also took all that. I know it's a little bit later than when Trump became president because they took mm -hmm. time off and reevaluated yeah. what to do after that. So yeah. I think like 2018 is probably when it ended. Yeah, I think you're but right. But it's it, just do a better job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you can't just go be a hacky stand-up doing stuff that would have been hacky in 1982. Yeah. Sorry. Like, yeah. I, I just find it, I find it to be lays above all else. <laughs> yeah. And I think I've heard probably a pretty funny joke about absolutely everything within the last yeah. two years. Yeah. I really think the airplane guy is just making an excuse for why he hasn't made a movie in 20 years. He's like, right. well, I can't do airplane again, so I guess I just <laughs> right. won't do anything. I can't say all the stuff I want to say. Yeah. It's like, yeah. buddy, I bet... <laughs> you could. Yeah. People yeah. might just uh, do it, spend money No, you can't do the I speak jive joke again. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say anything anymore. Yeah. I can't say the same stuff in the same order I yeah. said on TV. No. Oh, that's fun. Um, all right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to get back and play a couple games. Um, we'll be right back. <clears throat> All right, we're back. We have a couple games we're going to play today. This first game we're going to play Get is called Before and Afters. Before and Afters. How this works is two movies have been smushed together into one movie. I will read you the smushed together plot. The two of you have to guess the smushed together title. So, I for instance, in Love Zodiac, actually. 
which okay. uh, derailed us all into the maybe <laughs> true crime is the new rom com. Yeah, maybe. It's that, passionate. What? It's passionate. I thought you said smashing it. I'm yeah, like, hey, they both do it. that in they both, both of them. Smashing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're more than welcome to work together or compete okay. against one, one I another. I feel like if you're good at movies, I'm good at little puzzles, word puzzles. So Great. To, the two of us together can maybe figure this out. Okay. I want to give a shout out to uh, some of these titles were written by fans of the podcast on the Discord. Masubi, Bubs, Scott's Alive. Uh, you all have some in here today. Thank you for the titles, and I put some plots to your titles, and uh, here we go. Number one. Set on an island off the coast of Ireland, two lifelong friends abruptly end their friendship as one of them is a worker bug who must save the colony from the evil General Mandible. The first movie is The Banshees, Banshees of, of Inisherin. And then, is it Bug's Life or Ants? The Ant-Shees of Inisherin? <laughs> <laughs> the Ant-Shees of Inisherin. I, I, I told it you. Is. Yeah, you yeah, see, yeah. I did Honestly, not predict it. I said if she knows movies, yeah, I could do did. puzzle I mean, it's games. like it's actually yeah. the perfect. It's two to two. Score is two to two. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know what the point. Two to no. two. Next voices. one. Yeah. A group of three women who are elite private investigators armed with high tech tools decide to get out of the spy world and into baseball, where they help, where they work to help the yeah. Anaheim baseball team win the. Pennant. I know this. It's Charlie's Angels in the outfield. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. This is so relieving. I don't even actually think I've seen Angels in the Outfield, but I it's one of those the word You word played your way yeah, you into don't it, forget. too. Yeah. Shout out Bernie Mac for Charlie or Charlie's Angels. <laughs> was that Kate Hudson as well? No, I've that was Cameron Diaz, know. Lucy Liu, someone uh, else. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I like Drew Barrymore. I do. I keep too. seeing clips of her just talking. Yeah, she loves to talk. Yeah. I mean, just like in <laughs> interviews and panels and stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel like she has a podcast. We maybe. just on an episode we just <laughs> I just recorded earlier talked about uh, Kirsten Dunst a lot and and because we we're talking about Fargo and mm. the season two of Fargo that she's in with her husband and um, um, Jesse Plemons. Yeah, mm -hmm. and how Jesse Plemons said he was intimidated to talk to her because she was so professional and good at <laughs> acting, and he was like just kind of a schlub, which is just like the cutest thing I've ever. Yeah, but and then I was starting thinking like if you're a child actor. And you made it. I bet you're so professional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Drew Barrymore and Kirsten Dunst are like, this is how I operate. This yeah. is what the industry is. We are like actually very well adjusted people because I can't believe I like survived through this thing not set up for me to thrive through. Right. Number three. Was that two? That was yeah. Two. A young girl who is obsessed. A young girl who is obsessed over by a middle-aged man with two of the same name adopts a small, ugly dog who ends up being the galaxy's most wanted extraterrestrial. I, I don't know the first either one? of these movies. What was the second one? I think the second one is... E.T.? Is it E.T.? A small dog. Wait, start. say the whole thing. A yeah. young girl who is obsessed over by a middle-aged man with two of the same name adopts a small ugly dog who ends up being the galaxy's most wanted extraterrestrial. Wait. I will tell you I wouldn't say extraterrestrial if it was ET it would feel like two okay. a middle-aged man with two of the same name. Yeah. Bruce Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I don't She's know. She's obsessed over by a stand-up comedian <laughs> from two of the, the same 90s. name. I don't know. A young girl who was obsessed over by a middle-aged man. I was going to guess that it was like Lolita, but I don't think I, I clearly. Oh, Lolita. Okay, so Humbert Humbert has two of the same name. Okay, Lolita. Lo Lolita. Le okay. Wait. It's not Lolita. It's a not. A small dog? Yeah. I dog. Okay, so it's not a dog. Who ends up being the galaxy's most wanted extraterrestrial. Real. Um, Lolilo and Stitch. <laughs> Lilo, yeah. Lita, and Stitch. Okay, yeah, there we go. All nice. right, wow, nice. That one. Was I don't a, know where I pulled that not one. Out super of. fun to combine. Yeah. No, Since yeah. both of them have a protagonist that's the same age. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. That we did that. We did that. Here we go. Two more. A young woman hides her organized soccer playing from her parents and must deal with falling for her coach, an ogre who lives in an isolated swamp. Bend it like Shrekum. Wow. 
that was smooth. <laughs> smooth. <laughs> that, and that one, by the way, uh, really good job on the title. That was yeah, great. that one yeah, was that great. Bend it like Shrek. Bend it like Shrek. Is really. Um, if you thought that title worked well, you're gonna hate this one. <laughs> way better than. After both. moving to a new town, an 11 year old contemplates life, friendship, and more. Connecting with her mother and grandmother, and transported through a mysterious pipe to a new world where they must save the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> okay, what? Wait. An 11-year-old moves to a new town? An 11-year-old moves to a new town and contemplates life, friendship, and more, connecting with her mother and grandmother, and they are transported through a mysterious is pipe it, to a new Is world. it Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? No. Uh, I don't think well, so. Super Mario Brothers is the second one. Right. And the first one is... <laughs> this, uh, like... I mean, if, if this game... If, if, if they could be disqualified for being forced <laughs> together... I just don't know what the first movie is. I, 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 it's on the tip of my tongue. Is it like um, either Gabby Hoffman is in it or um, some child actress? Who's the girl I'm thinking of? Oh, my God. Probably playing the 11-year-old. <laughs> All right. This one we're looking for. Are you there, God? It's a me. <laughs> <laughs> Super Margaretio. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> it wasn't the movie you. I'm thinking of, and I hate it. It's a double. Uh, it's I a, will tell whoever wrote that title, I punched it up to It's a Me. From it's instead a of me. It's Me. Are you there, God? It's a Me, Super Margaretio. Yeah. Dude. Ugh. No. <laughs> what is the movie that I'm thinking of? Is Demi Moore in it? Or? I don't know. <sighs> I wish I could think of it. I don't know. I looked up Demi Moore movie. Are you thinking of uh, Blind? Yeah, okay. No, I don't <laughs> Are you thinking of the Hunchback of Notre Dame? Was she no. Noter in that one? What's a movie? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to look it up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even know if she's in it, so don't tell me. <laughs> uh, all right, a couple more games we're going to play here real quick. This game. It's nope. Nope. It's nope. Here we go. This game is called Build the Perfect Movie. How it works is two movies have been smushed together and or no, I just started describing a different movie. Game. Am oh, I yeah. having a stroke? Maybe. Do you smell burnt toast? <clears throat> Could just be toast. True. Yeah, burnt that movie with uh <laughs> yeah. Build the Perfect Movie. I forgot even who was in that. Uh the guy who's Hawk Bradley Cooper. Or Bradley Cooper who's just oh. in uh Maestro. Maestro. This is Build the Perfect Movie. How this works is I'll give you a category. It's going to be rom-coms. You have to pick two movies from that category whose Rotten Tomatoes score add up to as close to 100 as possible without going over. Great. So Price is Right rules apply. You're now competing against one another. So you'll each pick your first rom-com. I'll tell you the scores of those, and then you can pick your second one based on how your first one plays out. Uh, currently, the score is 7-7. Seven to seven. So, uh, Matt, you'll pick first. Pick a okay. rom com. I have to pick a rom com, and you got you're gonna have to pick two whose score adds up adds up to, to 100 without going over. A frequent strategy here on the podcast people use is to triangle polarizing. It's hard to go 50 50, but 90 so, 10 or something. I have to pick a rom com that either was re really heinous mm -hmm. or really successful. But the tough part about rom coms is, um, I will say this. <laughs> How they were reviewed has changed so much over time. Right. Like something mm -hmm. like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days could honestly be anywhere from a 20 to a 90. You have yeah. no idea. But earlier ones tend to be fewer reviews. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then newer ones tend to be so many that they all land around 63. Okay. Sticking with Matthew McConaughey, I'm going to say that a poorly reviewed rom-com <laughs> was The Wedding Planner. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember that one. Because I have seen clips of it, and I don't care for it. <laughs> no no shade to Jennifer Lopez, who actually is a quite a good actress. Yeah. But I'm going to say that's a low score. All right. I would like to submit my big fat Greek wedding, too. Oh, wow. Okay. You, you seem like an expert in those movies. So I'm, I okay. Okay, here we go. The Wedding them. Planner is a 17%. Okay, So you're looking right. for an nice. 83. All right. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Two. Two. It's, it just says my big f bigger, fatter, Greeker wedding. That's probably it, yeah. It's It doesn't say that. Oh. Uh, 27%. Okay. So 
Some would say almost twice as good as the wedding planner. Wait, what was mine? 17. 17. So you're looking for an 83. So I need an 83. And can I I not go over? You cannot go over. We got prices right rules. So I don't want to pick one that's too good, but I need to pick one that was charming, Mm -hmm. that people liked. Mm -hmm. But wasn't transcendent. Yeah. (laughs) And um, I'm going to say, like, I bet... Notting Hill was too good. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Runaway Bride. No, I would that. I bet. I wonder if that was poorly reviewed. People, people just like her too much. <laughs> Wait, who's in that? I don't Julia, know. Julia Roberts. Roberts and oh, okay. is it Richard Gere again? Yeah. They actually said when they were casting that they're going to put I, this movie into another gear. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to go over, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Runaway Bride. Okay. Um, my big fat Greek wedding too. I would like to say Furious. <laughs> uh, made in Manhattan. Wow, you think that was? I think seven. Yeah, around a seventy something. Okay. That's a, that's another J Lo. I think you're gonna go under. Rom-com. I think I'm gonna go under too. Let's find out. My big fat Greek wedding too is a twenty-seven percent. Made in Manhattan. 38%, so it's 65, okay. wow. 65. Wow. The Wedding Planner, 17%. Runaway Bride, 46%, 63 wow. as a total. Oh, my God. 63 so is a total. I, so, you know. You want to know where Notting Hill landed you? Yeah, what was it? You would have been at 101%. Yeah. <laughs> it was one over. It was at yeah. 84%. Well, I would have lost instincts. either way. Well played. That's good competitive good round. Yeah. Good competitive round. Yeah. Good <laughs> solid competitive round. <laughs> really, yeah. Uh, the last game we're going to play here today okay. is called okay. Okay. Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad okay. is Describing, Having Only Watched a Trailer and Never Having Heard of the Movie. Kyle's Dad is Describing, Having Only Watched a Trailer and Never Having Heard of the Movie. Uh, so I'm going to play, my dad watches a movie trailer. My dad, who's not been in a movie theater since the mid nineties, sure. watches a movie trailer, describes what's happening in that trailer. You have to tell me what movie <laughs> it's a trailer for. Uh, these, uh, these are not rom-coms. Okay. Um, but, but in, in, it's not a rom-com in this one, but it's sort it's like a relationshipy movie. Okay. Okay. If that can help you out. Here you go. What movie is this trailer for? Okay. <laughs> the airplane is landing. Why does it matter that this is the fourth film of something? <laughs> she's got her bike helmet and she's sitting at a bar. Oh wow, things have gotten intense. <laughs> fighting and fighting, she's fighting everybody. These can't all happen at the same time. Some bright shots, some black and white, sorta. Somewhere everyone is shadows. Someone threw an axe. More shadow shots. Everything is blue. She was hoping it would be that easy. <laughs> I have no idea. When he said the fourth movie of something, my first thought was like it was John Wick, but that mm. was not the description. It's a fourth. It was a woman as an action star in her fourth movie, and I don't have it. I don't know. I don't have it either. We can't leave until someone gets it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is either. Really? No, I do. Uh, Um, I have no idea. I should know. We're looking for notoriously romantic Kill Bill. Oh. There's another Kill Bill coming out? Kill Bill. No, no. I think that was Quentin Tarantino's fourth, fourth movie. You know oh. how he does his, his trailers he where he, he does them like very old. So he's like, watching an old trailer. for. Okay, I didn't know. I think, no, I think and Tarantino always makes his trailers look like it's. No, but I'm saying seven. he's watching a trailer for a movie that came out 25 years oh, ago. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't, wow. I we have one more romantic one if you want to give All it right, a go. Let's do yes. it. Yeah. Now that I know it could be from any time period. Okay. <laughs> he wants to go and she doesn't mind. His friends are saying he should get out. What's happening to her? She is going with them. Cool trees standing on a circle. Everyone saying welcome. Fancy circle. The sun is still out. Some other girl kicked him. He doesn't know exactly how long (laughs) they've been together. Everyone is dressed the same and they're spinning. She's going from happy to crying to happy again. (laughs) 
A lot of white shirts. <laughs> okay, I think I might know what it is. You want to give it a, a guess? Quick cuts of no, sunny okay. days, but scary stuff. Dinner at a very long table. Okay, is, it, gonna, man yeah. claps in is it Midsommar? Face. It is Midsommar. Wow. Yeah! The yeah. only movie more romantic than Kill Bill. Uh, <laughs> haven't seen it, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> well, great job, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, what a, yeah. We did it. We really did it. Matt, thanks for being here. Thanks for not having ever seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Let everyone know where to find you and all yeah. sorts of plugs to make. And Check out my special on uh, YouTube. It's called No Questions Asked. It's out uh Out today, week. right? Out today, I believe. Yes. The 13th? Uh, yes. Um, so go to my uh, YouTube page, Matt Goldich, M-A-T-T-G-O-L-D-I-C-H. Subscribe to that and check out the, the special um, shot it last year in New York City. Very exciting. It's out my first special. Uh, there'll be an album version also soon that you can listen to on all the streaming services and everything. And uh, yeah, I'm on all the social media, Instagram, Twitter. I'm an old man uh, on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> Matt Goldich, M-A-T-T-G-O-L-D-I-C-H on everything. And um, I'm sure I'll have some live dates coming up. You can check those out. Check out my link tree. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. uh, uh, great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This of was course. so much fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Everyone have a wonderful day. Bailey, is there anything you want to tell me? Oh, yeah. Um, I have a uh, a merch collab with Reductress that is just now out. And it I there are some sweatshirts you can get that say, oh, buddy, big feelings. And it would be great if you wanted to buy one. Uh, I would love that. Okay, that's it. Great. Thank you guys very much. I uh, hope you have a wonderful day. Once again, if you want to submit before and afters or play before and afters against a robot, uh, we have a AI bot <laughs> wow, that will play really? the whole history of the shows before and afters with you. The Discord link is at fart.kyleairs.com. Can you believe that was still available? And um, you can go there. And Discord's basically just a big message board, but it seems intimidating because of people on the internet. But it's not. All right. Sisterhood of the Traveling Ants. There you go. Hey, all right. We did it. <laughs> That's it for us here at Never Seen It. Thank you once again to Matt. Go find his special next week, February 13th, No Questions Asked on YouTube, M-A-T-T-G-O-L-D-I-C-H. Thank you guys so much. Find the Discord at fart.kyleairs.com. The Patreon right now and the collab with OnlyFans can get you some free Patreon months. So patreon.com slash never seen it. OnlyFans, I can't believe I'm saying this, dot com slash Kyle Ayers. I appreciate you. Find me online. Date's coming up. Thank you so much.